Inch by inch, row by row, gonna make this garden grow. I beg your pardon. I never promised you a rose garden along with the sunshine. There's gotta be a little rain sometime. Sugar. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. It's the Pensacola Expert Panel. I am Jake Walker, your host, joined by our host for the Garden Line, Mike Wiggins, former mayor of Pensacola, a definite expert on all things landscaping and gardening and plants and growing. Well, and well we've got an hour. We'll see. Trimming. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Let's, let's hope we can answer it, some questions. Yeah, How you, you have, doing, Jake? Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, if, if you're out there, if you're listening to us, you're doing great as well. Let us know. 437-1620 if you have questions for Mike, and we will get them answered on air. Uh, yeah, I'm doing great, man. Beautiful day out oh, there. Oh, let me beautiful. tell you, it is a beautiful day. And I, I've got the weather in front of me here on um, the computer and it looks like my goodness all the way through the next week this time next week looks like no rain highs highs in the 50s and 60s lows very reasonable it's just gonna be a great week and um so maybe it's time that we can get out and do a little bit of digging in the dirt but i'll have to tell you jake so many of my friends have talked to me and said my backyard well really man my front yard too looks like the surface of the moon (laughs) (laughs) it's everything is dead what do i do well i know what we all want to do we want to get our pruners out there and just get with it right and kind of start pruning everything back but keep in mind that was a very simple principle if we Cut it back today, and it's not even February yet, and we have a hard, hard freeze in February. Any of that new growth that um, comes up after we've pruned it will once again be damaged. So if you can hold off for a little bit, that would be the best thing. And remember, as we've said on the garden line over the last couple of weeks, um, if you have citrus, the experts are even saying wait till May to do any pruning on the citrus to see if it's going to come back. Now that's a long time and that takes a lot of patience, but um, you may want to try that. But on all the other things, um, I mean, everything from elephant ears to hibiscus to lantana, just kind of wait just a little bit. But I'll tell you, it's going to be hard to wait on that lantana, Jake. Mm -hmm. It is just a bunch of sticks in the ground. (laughs) No leaves, no blossoms, no anything. It really is a mess. But, you know, this Pensacola, we've had this before. We had it last year when we went down to 19. So let's just all kind of sit back and wait. But there are plenty of other things to do um, in the yard. And so we can talk about those um, today, on, today on the show. But, Jake, I, I had to share this. I just think this is kind of, kind of cool. Um, it's about this Louisiana woman. Uh, from USA Today said she grew a cabbage the size of a small child. <laughs> That's a big cabbage. It weighed 44 pounds. Um, Jenny Borg from near New Orleans, she did that. She grew it from seed. Um, and last year it was measured by the Department of Agriculture. It weighed 44.115 pounds. Oh, man. Thank you. With a circumference of seven feet two inches wow and the pre the previous winter was was a young lady a, a young third grade um student who won the competition last year and got a thousand dollars for for growing that big cabbage and she got it from bonnie plant farms and you remember us talking about bonnie plant farms if you go to a big box store or you go to your local nursery and you see some vegetable plants that have the logo of Bonnie Plant Farm, you're probably getting the best. Mm. So Bonnie Plant Farm is up in Union Springs, Alabama. They have one of the biggest um, plant growers in the South. They service the Atlanta and Montgomery markets, but also down here in Pensacola. 
But anyway, so I got $1,000 from Bonnie Plant Farm. Now, last thing about this cabbage, the world record is some guy up in Alaska that had the heaviest cabbage, 138 pounds. Must have had some snow and ice on it. Yeah. Who knows, in 2012. Anyway, what he said was, there are many reasons I grow a garden, and I call it therapy. When I'm in my garden, I find myself at peace and far away from the business of the world. He said, and nothing tastes better than your own homegrown vegetables. Mm. But going back to the lady in New Orleans, she said she um, is sick and tired of eating cabbage. Oh, I bet. <laughs> so She's probably got she, kimchi just for days. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. she, um, I doubt if she'll go for that record again. She my, doesn't want any more cabbage. My, my mom would always put, and she probably still does, she'll, she would get a crock pot going with a bunch of cabbage in it, oh, and she yeah. would throw you know sausage or, or some kind of meat in there, maybe beans or something, and just let it cook all day. And, oh, man, I'm telling you, oh, yeah. that was good stuff. It's a great cool weather vegetable here in Pensacola. A lot of people grow cabbage and kale and mm-hmm. that type of thing. Yeah. Kind of fun. I, I also wanted to share, because we talked a little bit about this last week, um, an email I got from Jack. Now, Jack is the owner of Caladiums, Florida. Now, we talked last week about plants for the spring to get put color in your yard. And, of course, Caladiums, whenever I make a list, it's always really at the top because I just think the Caladiums are great. Um, now, Jack sent out an email saying that his crop is better this year. So... Call him if you're going to order from him as soon as you can because he runs out pretty quick. Go to the internet, caladiumsflorida.com. It's caladiumsflorida.com. And he has a great website with all these beautiful caladiums. I made a note of some of my favorites in case you um, look at the website. Um, Red ones, Blaze, Fire Chief. And I love the name of this one, Jack. Frida Hempel, that's a red one with a green border, red flash. Some of the white ones, Candidum. Now, the white ones sometimes will take a little more sun than the regular Caladiums, but Candidum is one that's been around for decades, and it is proven. It is really pretty. If you want another white one, Aaron is another white one. The pink ones, um, Carolyn Horton, I don't know who that was, but that'll take a little more sun. And here's my favorite name for a caladium, Jake, Fanny Munson. <laughs> now, I don't know who Fanny Munson was. I don't know. I love one of these days I'm going to meet Jack in person and say, Jack, who is Fanny Munson? But it's a beautiful pink caladium. My favorite pink caladium is one called Pink Beauty. I planted it last year in some um, ter- terracotta pots, and it really, really did well. And, um, and finally, um, there are dwarf caladiums, um, and probably the best is one that will take a little more sun than some. It's called Miss Muffet. It's a really <laughs> great one. But now Jack also grows elephant ears. He grows the ones that grow upright. Then he grows the regular ones. You ready for this, Jack? I'm sure you're taking notes. Alacasia odora. Didn't she run for Senate? Isn't it? no? I'm, no, she was a good friend of Fanny Munson. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I don't. They know. were civil rights activists <laughs> in the. 40s I don't know how that worked, Jake. But what yeah. can I say? <laughs> and then he has the regular one, and I don't even want to try to pronounce it. Colocasia esculenta, but Bless just you. regular elephant ear. But the upright oh, one love. is the one I've grown yeah. for years now, and I tell you, I, they just are great. They are all laying on the ground dead as a doornail right now. Mm. But as soon as um, we get some time and get a little warmer weather. I'm going to cut them back, and they'll come back strong as they do every year. Yeah. So, um, Caladiums, Florida, if you're interested um, if, um, in growing Caladiums, or if you want to grow some cabbage and try to set a record, have at it. Yeah, have at go it. for it. 140 pounds is what you're trying to beat. That's exactly right. All right. You can get 1000 bucks from okay. Bonnie Plant Farm. That's, Who knows? And you can buy more cabbage seeds. That's right. <laughs> All right, we're going to get to a quick break here. It's the Pensacola Expert Panel. We've got our host, Mike Wiggins, in the studio for Garden Line. Don't go anywhere. We've got a a great sponsor ad coming up from Blue Sky Landscaping, Modern Landscaping and Design. Call them for a free quote, 426-1976. We'll be right back. Finding a landscaper that will actually call you back? Check! Finding one that offers high-end designs complemented with 3D walkthrough designs and 2D renderings? Check! 
finding a great landscaper that can also execute beautiful landscape and hardscape designs? Check! Finding one that knows how to erect outdoor pergolas, fences, patios, and kitchens? Check! Finding the right landscaper that also offers irrigation services? Check! Hi, this is Paul with Blue Sky Landscapes. Call us today for a free quote and check out our work at blueskypensacola.com. The cost of health care is all in the news. Tune in this morning at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel as ProHealth will be the guest in discussing how ProHealth medical membership programs can help you take out the stress and cost of health care. That's this morning at 10 as ProHealth will be the guest on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Tired of feeling so bloated. That used to be me. Then I got this. Align bloating relief plus food digestion. A probiotic, right? Yeah, it works naturally with your gut to help soothe occasional bloating and gas. Plus, it has vitamin B12 to aid digestion by helping convert food to cellular energy. Two benefits, one capsule. Align bloating relief plus food digestion from the number one doctor-recommended probiotic brand. Get $5 off at alignprobiotics.com. Teachers shape the future. Right now in a classroom somewhere in the United States, there's a teacher inspiring a future scientist who'll make preventing pandemics their life's work. Sharpening the mind of an aspiring environmentalist who'll help combat climate change and generating possibilities for a student who'll be the first in their family to graduate college. Explore a career that leaves a legacy you can be proud of. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org. The Dave Ramsey Show, weeknights 7 to 10, before WEAR TV News on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Nothing like a computer skip to start your day off right on a Tuesday. It's the Garden Line on Pensacola's expert panel. I just hate those computers. I know, man. This the, I've talked sure, about it before sure on the show. Is, this computer right here that I work on every day, I'm surprised it doesn't just catch fire. <laughs> I'm surprised there's not smoke coming out of the back of this screen right here. But, uh, but yeah, if you have questions this morning, let us know. 437-1620. Get your questions in for Mike Wiggins while he's here on the Garden Line. This time goes by so quickly. It does. Uh, yeah. Jake, here we are in going into February. Almost February. One down already. Unbelievable. However, we do need to talk about um, trees, shade trees, if you will. We kind of started that last week and talked about um, dogwoods and red buds, which is a great understory tree, river birch, which has the beautiful peely bark, um, and um, a lot of people plant them um, as opposed to multi-trunk, if you will, as opposed to single trunk. Um, we need to, there were a few more we needed to mention. Um, one is the Japanese magnolia. Before I go any further, the reason we talk about these this time of year is obviously all most of these trees, or all of these trees I'm talking about, are deciduous. They lose their leaves. And that's the best time to plant them because in the cold weather, when they have no leaves, you're going to have much less plant shock, if you will, when you plant the tree. Now, if you tried to plant a dogwood tree in July, you would really have to do it carefully. A lot of water, plant it absolutely correctly, do some mulch around it to hold the moisture in. But here in the wintertime, you you're, have a little more leeway. It's a little safer, if you will. So that's, that's why we talk about that this time of year. Um, the next one on our list was a Japanese magnolia, um, a magnolia salienjana is what they call it. And it is a harbinger of spring. It will put out those big saucer-like blooms early on. It won't be long, and you'll see them all over town. It's a great tree, smaller tree. It's not going to grow big and give you a whole lot of shade, um, but it really is a beautiful tree when it blooms. And it'll bloom out pretty quickly. But it really does show you that spring is on its way. Here's a staple, probably the most popular shade tree we have, which is a red maple. 
And it's really funny. You have red maples and silver maples. And here's how you can tell it's a red maple. I'm sure everybody knows this. You get a leaf and you look at the stem of the leaf. The stem of a red maple leaf, leaf is red, red maple, and silver is not. So red maple is a great one. I would plant a red maple versus a silver maple, quite frankly. It'll do better here in Pensacola. And then, of course, we've got our crepe myrtle, which is one we've talked about a lot here. And people are asking me, when can I prune them? I want to go prune them. And I say, do it today. <laughs> do it as soon as you can get to it, keeping in mind that go by the books, you're only going to prune back that new growth, maybe about a third, maybe about half, as opposed to cutting all that new growth off and then leaving a big knot there. And what will happen is it'll put out all the growth. It won't kill the tree, that's for sure. But remember what we call that, Jake? It's called witch's broom. Mm. When you've cut it way back and all the little twigs come up, it's called witch's broom. And that's not what you want, not what you want at all. But a crepe myrtle is a great tree. Some people don't really like the way it looks in the winter. But in the summer, when we're all outside enjoying the patio and the backyard and such as that, um, it's color. It's color in the summer, all summer long. And remember last time, a lot of people say, what color? I want, I want a watermelon red, which is really one that people have talked about and planted for years. Well, when you go buy your crepe myrtle, you're generally going to find the white one's marked white, the red one's marked red. So you're not really going to know unless you have looked at that tree in the summer and have seen that it is the watermelon red. Not much difference, but that watermelon red is really mm. a pretty color. The next one is sycamore. I would never plant a sycamore myself. It's got those big dinner plate leaves, and it can just make a mess when you're out there trying to rake up those leaves. So, um, But a sycamore is fast-growing. It's hardy, and as I say, it's got those big leaves on it. So that's, that's one you may want to consider. And, of course, this is one that we most of us have, um, a live oak. Live oak is, is a great tree. It is um, one of those trees that, it's probably a little slow when you first put it in the ground, but it'll catch up. And once it gets established, it's not a slow-growing tree at all. It'll be a relatively fast-growing tree. So um, live oak is good. Uh, I'm assuming always, there's a lot of live oak. Uh, you know that little stretch of the Naval Preserve between Gulf Breeze proper and mm -hmm. Gulf Breeze? That's called the, na the Naval Live Oak Naval Preserve. They're all over there. All They're over there. everywhere. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. exactly right. Yeah. And the live oak, what you need to do, in my opinion, live oaks are really one of those trees that will put up with hurricane winds pretty well. Mm. But still, get that tree surgeon in there every couple of years at least every three years, and let him kind of thin it out because you don't want that foliage on that live oak to catch the wind mm. and Rip thereby mm -hmm. maybe topple over. Yeah. So that's, for live oaks, that's the best way to do that. Mm. Um, which other ones did we want to talk about? Sorry, oh, oh magnolias. Yeah. Magnolia. We'll talk about magnolias. The standard magnolia is called Magnolia grandiflora, big growing magnolia. There's a variety nowadays called Little Jim, which is a little more, um, grows a little more straight up, if you will, a little thinner. But keep in mind, a magnolia will drop leaves all year long. Mm. It can be a mess. It's a beautiful tree, but I'll tell you right now, it really will drop those leaves. And so it's a, generally a, a maintenance problem. Mm. But they are pretty. There's no doubt about that. And they're kind of Pensacola also um last but not least um how about a chinese tallow popcorn tree mm. don't do it <laughs> don't, don't just do don't it. don't even think it chinese popcorn the state of florida don't has uh, labeled it as an invasive oh. species tree because it, it just will take over hmm. natural areas and lawns and all that so if somebody says oh i've got this great popcorn tree i'll let you have 
Uh, say thanks, but yeah. no thanks. Don't do it. Exactly. And uh, we got a text in. Thank you for your show. I'm so tempted to get out there and prune, but you talked me out of it. So that's great. <laughs> Take today off. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, if you have questions, let us know. Um, good morning. We'll 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 uh, we'll answer this after the break. Good morning. Where is a good place to buy trees in Pensacola? Let's say crepe myrtles or a river birch. Where, where would you get that? We'll, we'll talk about that coming back up. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more Pensacola Expert Panel. It's the Garden Line with Mike Wiggins. We'll be right back. The Pensacola housing real estate market has been crazy for the past few years. How do you know when to buy or sell? You'll need an expert to help you. Tune into the Pensacola Expert Panel this Thursday at 9 a.m. right after Pensacola Morning News to hear real estate expert Christina Leavenworth with Leavenworth Realty discuss current real estate conditions. That's Thursday at 9 a.m. on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 923 a.m. 1620. You know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair of Swan Capital, Saturdays at 1, to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do all the things you've dreamt about doing in retirement. Don't miss What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair, Saturdays at 1. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Swan Capital, LLC. Are you a fan of all things Florida? Then the Fresh from Florida Club should be on your menu. Search and save your favorite recipes, create custom menus, and get all your cooking questions answered by me, Florida's culinary ambassador, Chef Justin, for free. It's easy to sign up, and best of all, you'll be supporting Florida's farmers, ranchers, and fishermen. Join today at freshfromflorida.com. A message from the Florida Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this station. We are Lions. We bring hope where it's needed. We are a global force for good. Support causes that matter. Change lives. Change communities. Change the world. We can do more together than we can alone. Join in. Experience the joy of serving. Be part of the movement. Give back. Let's unite the world for good. We are Lions. You can be too. Visit WeServe.org. I think we have. We have. We felt those computer skips on a southern night, <laughs> a hot, balmy southern night. It's Pensacola Expert Panel. Oh, man, i got to put an IT ticket in for that. Uh, my name is Jake Walker. I'm the co-host for this segment. This is The Garden Line with Mike Wiggins. We had uh, texts come in uh, during the break. Get, us, get those questions in before it's too late, 437-1620. Steve wants to know, uh, where is a good place to buy trees in Pensacola, let's say crepe myrtles or a new river birch? Where would they go? Very good. I, where I would start would be Pensacola Seed and Garden mm-hmm. out on Mobile Highway. Um, talk to Larry. He owns the place. And he can help you pick out a tree. He'll have them in stock. But I think he can also get them for you if you need it. But let me give you another suggestion, Jake. Our good sponsor, Blue Sky Landscaping. Mm-hmm. There's some growers up in the northern part of the county that grow larger trees. Let's say a river birch. Let's say you want a mature river birch. Let's say of 10 to 12 feet. Mm-hmm. Talk to Blue Sky. He can go up because the guy who grows them, he's a wholesaler, doesn't mm-hmm. sell to the public, but he sells to landscapers, and Blue Sky can get what you want mm. insofar, especially if you're looking for size. Now, crepe myrtles, river birch, hollies, they have some beautiful large hollies up there. And um, so talk to Paul at Blue Sky or go to Larry at Pensacola Seed and Garden. He'll right. be in business. Awesome. And, of course, uh, you know, you can always get your questions in. Don't wait till it's too late. 437-1620. It's the Garden Line with Mike Wiggins, Pensacola's expert panel. We'll be right back after Fox News. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. The House Homeland Security Committee is taking up articles of impeachment against Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Committee Chairman, Tennessee Republican Mark Green. He has willfully and systematically refused to comply with the laws passed by Congress 
and breached the trust of Congress and the American people. Secretary Mayorkas in a letter writes, I assure you that your false accusations do not rattle me. The parents of one of the three Georgia Army reservists killed in a drone strike in Jordan Sunday say they hope any military response keeps Americans as safe as possible. Specialist Kennedy Sanders' mother, Onita, on Fox and Friends. Reality um, probably won't set in until we actually travel to go receive her remains. Um, I'm, th- that's the time that I'm really not looking forward to. I'm dreading it, actually. Her daughter was 24 years old. Brianna Moffitt was 23. William Rivers was 46. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 931 at News Radio 92, 349 degrees right now. Sunshine, absolutely beautiful day in Pensacola. A Georgia man accused of going on a shooting spree in Walton County last year has now been indicted on multiple charges related to that incident. 21-year-old Gunnar Cole was indicted by a grand jury on first-degree premeditated murder charges last Friday, as well as five counts of attempted first-degree premeditated murder and six counts of shooting into a vehicle. Investigators say Cole shot several people. This was near the Sandestin property back in September of 2023. One person was killed and several more were wounded during that incident. Cole was eventually arrested after being shot by deputies. A former janitor at Beulah Elementary will spend 16 years in prison. The state attorney's office says 37-year-old D'Antonio Jackson pleaded no contest to charges in November and was sentenced last Thursday. After being arrested in June of 2022, investigators say Jackson uploaded images while he was at the school. During the investigation, officers found over 200 files of child porn on his cell phone. In addition to the sentence, Jackson will also serve 10 years probation and be designated as a sex offender. Joe Ford, News Radio 92.3. Thank you very much, Joe. And Pensacola police bringing charges now against a 17-year-old student at Pensacola High School after uh, they started a fight that resulted in a lockdown yesterday. PPD spokesman Mike Wood says Azavian Murdoch started a fight with a school official. Officers tried to break that fight up, and Murdoch then began fighting with police officers. The student now faces several charges, including three felonies for the incident. Luckily, there were no serious injuries when that happened yesterday afternoon. It's 9.33, and let's get a look at our Channel 3 weather. It is going to be a beautiful day today, starting off on the cooler side, but as you head into the afternoon, temperatures warming up. High today near 60 degrees, mostly sunny skies. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 47 degrees. For your Wednesday, high near 63, mostly sunny skies. Wednesday night, temperatures dropping near 39. Stay connected to Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. 52 in Pensacola, 50 in Gulf Breeze, 50 in Milton. Your next news. News at 10 and breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne for News Radio 923. I'm Nicole Murray with Your Money Now. Apex Marketing Group reports the love story between Taylor Swift and Travis Kels has given the Kansas City Chiefs and the NFL a brand value of nearly $332 million. The hefty sum comes from the equivalent dollar value of all print, digital, radio, TV, highlights, and social media impressions of Taylor going back to her first game attendance on September 24th. Taylor and Travis's relationship has also boosted NFL viewership and ratings data for playoff games, bringing in bigger audiences than in years prior. The S&P CoreLogic National Home Price Index says prices of properties fell 0.2% in November from October after nine straight months of increases. Seattle and San Francisco reported the largest monthly price declines, falling 1.4 and 1.3% respectively. Prices nationally were still higher than the year before. And right now, stocks are slightly lower. The Dow Industrials down 53. That's your money now. And now, with a step back in the archives of Pensacola News, here's John Appleyard. January the 30th, 1893, from the office of Sheriff Joseph Wilkins in the county courthouse, this is News Radio 1620. And now, also on FM 92.3. In a brief ceremony just completed, our Sheriff Joseph Wilkins officially completed his retirement and he turned the keys of the office over to George Smith, who was elected sheriff in November's balloting. 
Mr. Wilkins has been our sheriff and Pensacola's police chief since 1885, when county commissioners and the city's head of public safety, Mr. William D. Chipley, agreed to have one qualified man perform both duties, and Mr. Wilkins has done this quite well. However, the growth of activities in both services has caused him to retire from the county position, but to maintain his role as city chief. As this ceremony proceeded today, the commission chairman, J.W. Gilmore, officially installed George Smith as the sheriff, and in a review of the department, Mr. Gilmore noted that Mr. Smith will have as his staff three full-time deputies, one clerk, and personnel at the county jail. This is John Appleyard for News Radio 1620. Are you ready for a triple dose of wit, insight, and laughter? Tune in to News Radio Pensacola for the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show from 11 to 2. Your daily dose of engaging conversation and hilarious banter. Join Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins as they tackle the biggest news stories, pop culture moments, and everything in between. They'll keep you entertained, informed, and laughing out loud from start to finish. Don't miss a minute of the fun. Tune in to the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show, 11 till 2 on News Radio Pensacola. Pensacola's expert panel here on News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. We've got Mike Wiggins and the Garden Line. Get your questions in before it's too late, 437 1620. Uh, my name is Jake Walker. So glad to have you here. 9 to 11 every day, weekdays, uh, News Radio 92.3. And every Tuesday we have Garden Line. We have so many texts coming in. Let me get to some of these real quick. Before the break, somebody wanted to know, do you have any advice on transplanting azaleas? They have some by a fence where they were planted by a previous owner and uh, they don't want them there, so they wanted to move them. What's the best time to do it? And should they prune it, fertilizer, all that stuff? Well, that's a great question. Yeah. Uh, transplanting azaleas is, quite frankly, um, one of the easiest chores you're going to have if you're going to be moving plants from point A to point B because azaleas are very, very shallow-rooted. It's not like trying to move a camellia, which has a deeper root. Um, Azaleas are very shallow-rooted, so they're not hard to dig up and move. However, I would... Go ahead and enjoy the blooms on the azaleas this spring. And when they're finished blooming, then I would make my move and go ahead and move them to the new location. That way you can do two things. One, you can put a little organic material in the new hole in which you're going to plant the azaleas. Make it, put peat moss in there. Mix it with the sand that um, is in the new hole. Put a lot of water in it. Make it kind of a mush and plant the azalea that way, planting it at the exact same level that it was planted before. Not too deep, not too shallow, the exact same level. And also, since you waited for it to bloom, you can cut it back a little bit, maybe 15 20%. That way, you can even them up, and they will go through less shock. And then, of course, water is so important. I always tell people, when you're moving plants, Try not to rely on your sprinkler system to get them all, all the new plants. It generally doesn't put out quite enough water. Take your old-fashioned hose and set it right next to that plant and let it dribble on it for an hour or so, maybe a couple of three times a week for a few weeks until it gets established. So moving azaleas, it's not too hard. Now, if it's a real big one, you may need to get some teenagers out there strong mm -hmm. teenagers yeah. to help you but um not hard to do somebody texted in that uh river birch are great but they have sticks in their yard a lot from them uh they they said uh river birch are great if you want sticks in your yard 24 7 is that, oh, is that something you've no, experienced that, that, that makes a lot sense. of sticks uh, river birch um are great now we're going to talk of you know maybe when we have some time about which trees put up with hurricanes with wind and the top of river birch will sometimes snap off but it also does send out these twigs that fall into your yard so that, that's true it's so many so many of the plants we have have positive things you can say about them but maybe sometimes a few negative things you can say about them also so um, if you like the river birch you like the multi-trunk look you like 
the peely bark. You like the foliage, which is, oh, I'm trying to think of the right word, maybe a little more delicate than, of course, obviously a sycamore or a maple. But then you have to put up with the downside with the twigs. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of have to make your decision that way. All right. Keep your questions coming in. 437-1620. You're listening to The Garden Line on Pensacola's Expert Panel, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. All right. Um, so we've talked about pruning trees. Uh, we've talked about this uh, azaleas. Very easy to transplant those. What else? Well, there are a couple of trees we didn't talk about. We, mm-hmm. I think we hit on them a little bit last week. But to, to finish our discussion, our list of trees that are, are good for Pensacola, um, the ornamental cherry trees, I think, sometimes are not used enough. Remember, the white one is called Yashino, and the pink one is called Kwanzaan. Those are really beautiful trees, and um, you may want to consider that. Love the full sun. Um, I see, you see pictures of the um, cherry tree festival up in Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. and um, try to, I don't know if you're going to duplicate that, but they, they really are pretty. And, of course, they're ornamental. One last tree to mention, and we mentioned this last week because someone called in about it. Um, most of the trees we've just talked about, except for those, say, the magnolias, are deciduous trees. Mm-hmm. But it's the loquat. The loquat is a sh- shorter tree. It does produce loquats on there, so you can make your loquat jam. But it is not deciduous. It keeps its leaves. But it's one of those things you talk about the advantages and disadvantages of a tree. A loquat will drop some of that fruit, and it can be kind of a mess um, that time of year, late, generally in the fall. So loquats are a good tree to consider, no doubt about it. All right. Like I said, get your questions in before it's too late, 437-1620. Right. One, one other thing we may want to talk about before we leave the tree subject is uh, which ones do put up best with hurricane winds. And the years were, I jotted this down, the years were 1992, 95, 98, and 2004. These University of Florida professors made a graph of which trees were the most hurricane resistant and which ones were not. So they, they, they made a graph and they used the percentage, look, the graph shows a percentage of trees that survived Hurricane Ivan. And of course, we know all about Hurricane Ivan. And it said that live oaks and sand oaks, sand oaks, they talk about those which live on the sand dunes like at the beach, mm-hmm. um, are slow-growing trees. They have dense wood, and they are going to be the least affected by hurricane winds. Um, bald cypress, holly, and magnolia do well in some of these storms because they're pyramidal in shape. And the winds kind of wrap around them. Um, and then sable palms. And this is, this is interesting. I don't know if we've ever talked about this. Sable palms are, of course, tall-growing palms. And they are not, they're not a tree. They're a member of the grass family. Who would have thought it? And um, they have single, flexible trunks because they are a member of the grass family. Hmm. And they handle the onslaught of the wind. I've also talked to some of the palm experts Let's say palm trees, which of course have grown down in the islands and for for eons, for thousands of years, mm-hmm. and they have just become naturalized to the wind. Now I don't know if that's true or not, but it sounds reasonable that it's a plant that's put up with the winds all these years, and as they multiply and grow, that they don't be, they're not affected quite as much. Um, then. See, well, I, have one, I have one or two more I wanted to mention here that were not good for the wind. The least resistant in the graph were, um, what, were um, some pine trees, a lot of pine trees, especially the small-leaf pines. Mm. After Ivan, you could see them all over town. They just were laying down flat. But pine trees, even if they survive, Jake, they are traumatized by the hurricane winds. And the boras, the pine tree boras will get in them. And you can identify that, one, the tree starts to die. And second, if you look at the base of the tree, it looks like sawdust around it. If that tree dies, what you've got to do is cut it down and get it off your property. If you cut it down and stack up the 
the firewood, if you will, or whatever you're going to use that pine tree wood for, um, the, the borers will get into your good trees. Mm. So you got to get it out of there. So Brad, last one that um, did not do too well on their graph was a Bradford pear. A Bradford pear is really a beautiful tree, very thick, and that's the problem. It is so thick that that wind catches it like the sail on a sailboat. One other disadvantage, and this goes back to the um, talking about some plants have good and bad about them, the Bradford pear will get fire blight. We talked about that a couple mm. of weeks ago where it looks like someone set a blowtorch on the leaves. They turn black. Many times it's not terminal. It doesn't kill the tree, mm-hmm. but you have to prune it out. So that's a Bradford pear. One is a beautiful tree, but it doesn't put up with wind. And it has that fire blight. So something to think about. All right. And uh, one of our great listeners, Catherine, uh, texted in oh, and said Catherine. at the uh, Camellia Show and Plant Sale is at the library at 239 Spring Street. That's Saturday, February 3rd, uh, this Saturday, from 9 to 3. Very good. 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Hey, Catherine, I think, help me, Catherine. I think that's the show where they really encourage um, first-time growers or people who just maybe have a new home. Or maybe you have a home you've lived in a while, and you say, I've heard so much about camellias, how wonderful they are mm-hmm. with color in the winter. I want to know more about it. So this is the show to go to because the folks from the Camellia Club are always there to answer your questions. Mm-hmm. And I'm, Catherine, help me if that's the, the right show I'm, I'm thinking about mm-hmm. because if you have any interest whatsoever, Go to it, and you'll ask your questions. All right, and we got a question coming in that we'll get to after the break here. They want to know where in the yard is the best to plant a loquat tree. That'll be coming up right after the break. Don't go anywhere. we got the Garden Line with Mike Wiggins on News Radio's Pensacola Expert Panel right here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Attention hunters, it's time to get better results for your food plots and Barnes Feed Store has what you need to help make your hunting season a success. If you have soil sample results, bring it in and they'll point you in the right direction. Get your bags of pre-mixed seeds or single seeds, deer protein, rice bran, deer candy, and your headquarters for Pennington Rackmaster. Get your food plots right this year. Get over to Barnes Feed Store, a proud Pensacola tradition for over 65 years in Ensland, Old Palafox, and in Molino on Highway 29. Hi, this is Terrence A. Gross. I've now practiced law for over 44 years. I'm proud to say that my three sons are my law partners. We have five offices throughout the Panhandle, Pensacola, Milton, Crestview, Fort Walton, and Navarre. If you have been injured due to the negligence of another, call us at 850-434-3333 or visit us on the web at grossandschuster.com. Hobbies can be fun and expensive. How about a hobby that's fun and could make you money? Find out how this Thursday morning at 10 with Emerald Coast Coins. Hear about precious metals and metal detectors as a great hobby. For nearly 20 years, Emerald Coast Coins has been one of the top-rated businesses in Northwest Florida to buy and sell gold, silver, and the best metal detectors to find treasure. Get more information about this Thursday morning on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Serving overseas was just the beginning. We might be home from war, but our mission continues in communities all across the country. It's why we're out there in times of peace and crisis, providing meals to the hungry and supplies to the sick. It's why we're giving strength to those who are too weak and bringing resources to those without them. Service doesn't stop when we're done serving. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at vfw.org. News Radio 92.3 gets you live programming every day from 5 a.m. until 7 p.m. on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Mastered Benny Goodman, don't be that way here on Pensacola's expert panel. It's the garden line with Mike Wiggins. 
I am your board operator for this show, Jake Walker. Go ahead and send us a text, and I will get that to him so he can answer it for you on the show. Uh, right before the break, we had somebody, uh, Carolyn, texted in, wanted to know where in her yard is the best place to plant a loquat tree. Well, I think a loquat will take the sun. There's no question about it. But I also have seen them grow in little kind of filtered sun, little pine tree shade, if you will. I don't want to call it shade, but mm. underneath a, you know, in a place where it's close to pine trees. They're very, very hardy. However, once again, good and bad, loquats will also get some of that fire blight that we talked about on the Bradford pears. Um, not common, but it, it can happen, and it won't kill the tree. But I'll tell you right now, my neighbor has a loquat, and it produces like you would not believe. It's about, oh, I'm going to say 8 to 10 feet tall, and it really is a beautiful tree. And it's just a great accent tree in your yard that does not lose its leaves. And so it, it has its purpose in the landscaping. There's no doubt about it. But I think full sun, you'd be good. Um, a little bit of filtered shade probably would not hurt. All right. And then uh, we've got uh, Catherine. She texted back in and let us know that, yes, you are thinking of the correct show. And she said, bring your own blooms to the yes. show. Yeah. Yes. So yes. A, lo a lot of people, Jake will We'll move into a neighborhood. I'm going to use North Hill as an example. Mm -hmm. um, we'll move into a neighborhood and have these old, mature azaleas. I was not say it's camellias. Mm -hmm. And they're gorgeous. And, of course, they're blooming, and you don't know what they are. And so this is a good time of year to snip off a bloom. Now, a lot of the blooms got hit with the cold. There's no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. But snip off what you can, take it to the camellia show, as Catherine told us about. And um, you get your, you get the name of the the camellia. Also, the camellia club. If you remember, Jake when um, Skip Fogelsang was here, mm -hmm. they have a um, what I call they make they do house calls. If you really have some questions about care, fertilization, pruning, naming, what, transplanting, what, whatever. Do you remember the name of their club? What was it? Was it? An NCIS. NCIS. But I can't remember exactly how they work the, that. The National Camellia National Identification Camellia Information Society or something. Society. How yeah. is that? Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's not close it, enough. but it works. Yeah, it works. Exactly. But seriously, they will come out in, into your house and help you figure out all your camellias. I, I went on one of those visits with Skip to a customer one time, and we just had a delightful visit and they had some beautiful camellias that have been there for years and years and years. And we talked about the pruning and maybe relocating and that type of thing. Very, um, very, just a great visit. Let's put it that way. And, of course, we're talking about, just in case you're, you're just joining us, we are talking about a camellia show uh, and plant sale at the library. That's at 239 Spring Street this Saturday, February 3rd from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. And if you have uh, camellias you want to bring out to the show and let them look at them, tell them what you got, bring your blooms to the show. Just for the record, our good friend Skip Vogelsang, who pays us a visit once a year to talk camellias, and he brings all those beautiful blooms, has been out of town almost every weekend. Mm. And for the last month, going to shows all over the place, New Orleans, Birmingham, um, places where they have these huge camellia shows. And Skip always comes back with a bunch of hardware, a bunch of trophies and, mm, yeah. and you know, best of show type stuff. Well, I don't doubt that because uh, the, just what he brought here in the studio just for us to take a look at was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. And that's, that's where the challenge comes in for a, a, a pro like you, Jake. Trying to describe those camellias on the air, but yeah. you did good. Yeah, he 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 does a great job. So there's no doubt about it. Yeah. Uh, talking about trees before we end the show here, there are some other trees we can grow. Is they're edibles, if you will. Um, a couple of categories: apples and pears. Mm -hmm. If you're going to grow an apple, you've got to grow two types. One is a dorset, which is a, a yellow apple, and then there's an anna, which is kind of a pinkish blush if you will that's a good one there's a new one out I, I don't want to say new i bet it's 10 years maybe more called tropic sweet which is a good apple tree it's a red one and so you can um, plant apples and pears and the reason i bring that up now is the time to get them in the ground no doubt about it how about peaches plums and nectarines they also like some chilling hours um so, but there's some that do better than others. Um, they are Florida, uh, Florida, 
Golf, Sun, and UF series of peaches, plums, and nectarines. Talk to our friend Larry out there at Pensacola Seed and Garden. He can direct you to the right ones. Then, of course, there are figs. Um, a lot of people plant figs to eat, but you also have to plant figs to share with the birds because they will, they will eat you out of house and home. Mm-hmm. And we've talked on the show about our favorite variety, which is called brown turkey fig. And there's also one called Celeste, which is really, really good. And then, of course, there's pecan trees. There's one that they used to, I don't even know if it's around anymore. It was called Pensacola Cluster. That's one everybody wanted to plant. But if you can't find that, if you're going to plant a pecan tree, you've got room to do it. Um, Curtis is one. Elliot is one that a lot of people have planted. Moreland, Stewart, that's a favorite, and Sumner. So pecans you can plant. So all kind of trees that we can plant this time of year. And don't forget, don't forget the citrus. Oh yeah, Meyer lemons. Those are great. Persian limes, um, Hamlin orange. If you're gonna plant an orange, Hamlin. a Hamlin orange is great. Hmm. And then of course the fig tree and uh, grapefruits, ruby red grapefruits are great to grow. Hmm. So we can grow a lot of these things. You've got to always grow with the knowledge in your hip pocket that we could get really cold. And have some damage. Right. Now, on those apples and peaches and pears and plums, that cold is not going to bother them. It's going to help them. Mm. They like a number of what we call chilling hours. Right. The citrus, obviously, we all know about that. And so um, have to be aware that some are better than others. All right. Got to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with more Garden Line right after this. Hi, I'm Mansfield Coe from Pensacola Hardware. We are your best local and regional resource for industrial construction and hardware supplies. Daily, we meet the needs of Pensacola's construction companies, providing superb knowledge and co-compliant products. We specialize in concrete and masonry tools, fall protection products, and tools and supplies for the HVAC, mechanical plumbing, electrical, and glass trades. Give us the opportunity to show you why we are Pensacola's oldest and best hardware and construction supply company. Pensacola Hardware, 20 East Gregory Street, downtown. In the world of payroll and HR services, things can get complicated. There are so many moving parts in business. At Avalon HR, we understand these complications and have your back. Join us tomorrow, 10 o'clock, on the Pensacola Expert Panel as we guide you through the complicated world of payroll and HR services. Running a business is busy work. Allow Avalon HR to work with you. Join us tomorrow on the Pensacola Expert Panel at 10 on News Radio 1620-923 FM. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 923 AM 1620. If you're, if you're thinking about um, putting lime out on your St. Augustine grass, which is a good thing to do, remember, don't do it at the same time you do your fertilizer. Put, oh, three to four weeks between those applications. They tie each other up chemically, and you don't want that. So soil test is good, but don't do it. Don't put the lime on if you need it at the same time you put your fertilizer. That's important. Mm, okay, good tips there. Thank you for everybody with your for your questions. 437-1620. You can always text us here on the Garden Line every Tuesday from 9 to 10 a.m. We've got a bunch of new listeners that have been texting into the show saying how much they love it. And uh, Thank you all for the, that. We appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, always all great to have listeners. you. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Well, Jake, we'll see you next week. Yeah, we'll see you here at 9 o'clock on Tuesday. We're going to talk a little weed killing next week. Weed killing. All weed right. killing. Fascinating subject. Yeah. We're going to go uh, ahead. We're going to be talking about dollar weed? Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, we love that. We'll play some Snoop Dogg, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it, it'll be smelling great here in the studio. Just kidding. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. I'll be right back with Pep Thank Talk. Thank you, Jake. Local Talk in the morning, 5 to 9, with Andrew McKay is on News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.